Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I am here today with an amazing sister in Christ. Now, I've been wanting to interview Sharon Lanier forever, and uh, the timing of God is always right. It's always perfect. And uh, I think it's for such a time as this that this is happening because she's got some new things coming out, uh, a lot of stuff coming out this week and a few weeks beyond. So I'm just honored to be here with her today. Sharon, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. Hey, listen, I'm happy to be here. I'm so glad we finally got to work this out. So woohoo. Yes, yes. This timing is so much better than ours. And I'm yes. actually, you know, every time I see you in something, I always think to myself, oh, I got I need to I need to talk to her about that show or I need to um, you know, talk about that movie or whatever. And then right now I feel like is a perfect time because there's so much going on. Uh this Friday, Hope Lives comes out and you have a role in there uh with Anthony Hackett's film. Mm-hmm. And listen, y'all. Bullying is a real thing, and it's going to be available this Friday on Amazon. Uh, Purchase it. Support this film. It is not just your everyday Christian film. This is a film that is going to help uh, spread the message of hope, and I love the name Hope Lives. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your role in that. So I play... Uh, the mom to one of the girls that's in high school dealing with the whole bullying situation. Um, it's a smaller supporting role, but it's it's really impactful because, uh, you know, uh, a lot of times with with bullying and stuff like that, you know, it, it's it's what's going on at home, too. So you kind of have to look at that and, you know, address it from that standpoint, too. So that's how I kind of come into the picture. Um, but, yes, it's really powerful. Like when I read the script, like the first it might have been the first two pages. I was like, whoa, like what's going on here? So it starts attacking right from the get go. And then all the way through the end, you'll see. I mean, and it's what what we're really dealing with in this day and age. So Anthony Hackett is brilliant in, you know, putting this together so we can get the message out there because hope still lives in the middle of all of this chaos and, and there is a way out. So. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. And I love Anthony and his work. Um, I have I have laughed at his films. You uh-huh. know, different. I mean, laugh so hard. Uh, and then I have been sitting on the edge of my seat on, you know, one of his films. Um, and so, yeah. And I'm actually going to be interviewing him and his beautiful wife. So, oh, sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to last week and I had something come up with the IRS. a three-hour conversation on the phone i felt so horrible i never cancel on anybody but it was intense and i was in no emotional state oh goodness so super exciting so also in addition to that just the other day and i'm i'm excited because i ordered my copy imposter pastor came out yes Share, share, share. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so Michael and I are co-stars in, in, in that one. And it's okay, okay. So this is from Living Word Studios. I don't know how many people are really familiar with Living Word Studios, but they are great. They're they're like so they like to incorporate comedy while giving you medicine. And they operate outside of their church. So kind of like the Kendrick brothers with Sherwood pictures, how the Kendrick mm-hmm. brothers would, you know, you know, take volunteers and everything within the church um, and, and do their thing. This is what Living Word Studios does. But I just love it because I don't know another company like that who like infuses like comedy and like pretty much everything they do while giving you like a, uh, you know, that medicine. Um, and so that's a uh, imposter pastor. And so um, Michael and I, I'll say Michael's character, really. He's the he's the one that's 
that's doing all the wrong stuff, right? <laughs> and I'm just kind of getting drugged along with him. He drags me <laughs> down this road. But um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you know, doing some 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 gangster activity. And then, then they kind of like slip into a church. And so then they, you know, start to learn a few things while they're in there and, you know, impersonating uh, pastors. Uh, And so, you know, things just happen from there. But it's really a good, really a good story about uh, learning how to like lean um, on your fellow brother and, you know, just releasing things to God and not holding on to things in the past. And yeah, it's a good one. You know, when I seen the promo for it and before I even clicked to watch the trailer, I started laughing because I knew right away. You can tell by the artwork that it was going to be hysterical. And then uh, recently I was at NRB and I was staying at the same hotel as Michael and I had never met him. And that nice young man got a cup down for me for my pancakes. I know you from somewhere. And that's where I had, well, actually, I seen him in Anthony Hackett's film, Love Different. And I oh, seen yeah. him in some other stuff that I was like, oh my goodness. And I was like, when is it coming out? When is it coming? Yeah. And I've been waiting and, and patiently. And so I ordered my copy the other day and y'all can go to imposterpastor.com and order a copy today. Listen, you want to get this for your small group. You want to get this for your family. Laughter is a good medicine, but laughter mixed with message is powerful. Yes, so it's definitely exactly. something you want to see. Oh, look, Michael's hey. on here now. Good hey. morning. Hey. What's up, Patterson? <laughs> hey, no. he, he said you are his sister. And I was like, oh, then we're related now. <laughs> we are related. So, yes, and I'm going to be interviewing Michael. So you guys want to make sure that you check that out. I think it's next month or the next month after that. But I'm looking forward to that as well. So you want to check it out. And all the work that he does, brilliant actor, uh, brilliant, brilliant actor. And so, okay, so Sharon, you've got a project. That I was going to say too, before you go to the next one, uh, yeah. with Imposter Pastors, Stephanie Parker and Matt Moore, they are hilarious. So yes. make sure, like, they're so funny. I just want to yes. throw that out. Like, like there, there are par- moments on set where like, we were laughing so hard, at least I was, where I was like, I couldn't like, just, just cut, like. <laughs> <laughs> I often wonder how people get through comedies when they're filming it without losing it. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you've got to get past. I know you read the script and I know you digest it and and you're prepared, but it's still funny. I know. It's crazy because you don't ever know what that actor's going to do. So you have it in your head, like what you think they're going to do. And then they do something like totally more ridiculous. And you're like, I can't, I can't. (laughs) It's great. But that's the beauty of editing. Just edit that bad boy out right wherever you like (laughs) you mess up the scene just just get it out of there (laughs) yeah but that's also where probably some good little bloopers come from as well true True. yeah (laughs) that's awesome oh we got todd terry on here listen y'all todd oh what's up <laughs> What's up? Bindi, uh, you know, huge Bindi. I just absolutely got pulled into that show. So awesome. So, and it just, it's so fun to see what God's doing through submitted vessels that are out there entertaining us and also walking in their calling is such a beautiful um, uh, thing. So, Todd wants to know what's a family? Oh my God. <laughs> my brother. You know, Todd, I've never met you in person, but you are my brother. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love yes, it. So, yes. So, Ron, I want to talk about your project that you've got. Um, 
Or he says, what's up, family? I thought he was, I don't have my reading glasses on. Let me get closer. <laughs> what's, up, what's up? I thought he said, what is family? So, <laughs> you know, I got, <laughs> I was telling my students Saturday night, I'm teaching a, a bunch of middle schoolers and not to digress sidetrack here, but they're, I can't hear them because they talk like this. And they're like, oh, gotcha. I'm just like, and there's this large group of them. There's like 20 some kids in this, in this group. And I'm going, too many rock concerts when I was young, and I am old. Please talk loud. Like, okay, so I'll talk a little louder. And I'm like, please talk loud. So I told him, I said, look, I got my bifocals this year, and I am not getting my hearing aids along with this. So y'all gonna have to yeah, yeah. your voice. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, and Michael say, what's up, Todd? Oh, this is a yeah. fun broadcast. Yahoo! I love it. I love it. I love it. So the family of God coming together to encourage and inspire and uh, motivate each other. So, Sharon, I want to talk about your new project coming out. Yes, um, I had the honor of previewing it, and I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Uh, because it is so direct, it is so to the point, it addresses some things. I don't want to do a spoiler thing, so but I do want to show the trailer. Uh, y'all love to see the trailer of Sharon's new project? Yeah, here we go. We're gonna bring it on. <laughs> I absolutely love this. Let's see here if I can get it going. Takes a little extra. There we go. Are y'all seeing it? Is it is it I up see there? It. Okay. I see it. <laughs> Are you crazy? What are you doing about? You ignored me long enough. God. So long ago, God will pass. Yeah. Get real, Ava. You forget how miserable your life really is. Come back to me. Woo! Let's talk about it, girl. Let's talk about it. There was so much in that in that small little clip and trailer. Scheduled a year ago. Oh, hold on. It's going on. It's going on to something else. Something else brilliant you did that we'll talk about later. Todd said he gave him chills. It was intense, wasn't it, Todd? It was very, very intense. Michael says, fire. Yes. So good. Uh, you know, you and I talked in the green room prior to the broadcast about the intensity uh, of spiritual warfare when we're in a dark place. And so talk a little bit about what inspired the film, how it came to pass and so forth. Yeah, so over a decade ago, when I was living in central Florida, uh, I used to do little skits for my church. And so I did a short play um, that dealt with a woman uh, who was in the midst of like heart-wrenching pain and walking away from God. And then trying to grab his hand again, but really not knowing how, whatever. And so um, it was cool, right? But we just did it one time at my church, just one time only. And that was it. But over the years, like the message would stick in my brain. And sometimes it would scream at me a little louder, but then kind of go back to the back. Then it would come forward again, come back to the back. Well, then like within the last two years, the message came back to the front of my head, like super strong this time. And, you know, like, a lot of us are dealing with a whole lot, like since COVID, it's just, there's so much that we're dealing with. And so I thought, you know what, let's just do this again. It's screaming at me. Let's just, let's just go to my church. Let's do it. Let's do it again. Um, well, they were like, well, when the timing's right. And I'm like, all right, you know what, let's just do something better. Cause like, if I do it at the church anyway, like it's just going to be my church. How about we just get this message out for everybody? Cause like it's, it's <laughs> everybody should hear it. 
So that's where the short film idea came in. And I'm not like that much of a writer. And so I was like, I don't really know how to translate this from stage to film. So then I contacted her friend, Shelly Pano. And I was like, hey, can you help me translate this? And so she came in to help me rewrite to make it suitable uh, for film. And and what she came up with was, was amazing. You have to see it to, to, to know. I don't want to give away the story. But um, but we literally lifted. There's a section in, in the that was in the in the play uh, where God and Ava are having a real discussion. We literally lifted that whole section and put it into the screenplay. And it is so powerful. And it's like I, I would even read it like going through like I had this bout where my sister was in the hospital. And honestly, we just kind of didn't know if she was going to make it. I never said this out loud, but I think me and my mom were kind of like, is she going to come out of this thing? And I picked up that script and like read it. Cause this is like, it's scripture, man. It's scripture in there. And I was like, that's, it's a good reminder. So it's crazy. Cause I'm like, well, I, I'm writing it, but it's still ministering to me. You know what I mean? Like it's so, <laughs> like, it's so, it's just like, like God talks to us guys. Like he talks to us, like in his word, like if you could just get it, let's, let's just get in his word and read it. Like he's giving us answers and we're like, why, why this and why that? And he's like, I got something for you, daughter. I got something for you, son. Listen to me, hear my voice. And so anyway, that's what this piece is about. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Todd's wanting to know where, where can he watch it? And so when's it coming out? Tell us the scoop. Oh, listen. I'm not trying to be, don't you, isn't it annoying when like there's like a short film or something out there, particularly with short films. This is my annoyance comes more with short films where somebody will be like, oh, look, we, I have this project. And you go and you try to find it and you can't find it anywhere. That's just, that happens to me a lot. I'm like, where is it? You did it three years ago and I still can't find it. It was three years ago. So listen, we're not doing that. We're going straight to YouTube and it's going to live on YouTube so everybody can see it. That's it. Like, love it. <laughs> no, none of this. I love it. Kind of like, I you know, it. go under a couch to try to find it. Like, <laughs> I love it. And, and so and, y'all and it'll, should... be a, it'll be about available, Todd. Um, we wanted it to be available last week, but uh, we ran into a few technical difficulties. So I'm hoping this week, but I don't know, because I don't handle the technical parts. That's not my, my strength. So if not, if not this week, for sure, for sure, by the end of April, for sure. But if not this week, I would say next week. But if you don't see it, then for sure, by the end of April. <laughs> but I'll put it. it I'll put it on um on uh, Facebook, which is my only social media platform. So you don't have to go searching hard for it. And then you'll be able to, to cl click that link uh, to YouTube and it'll be there. Yes, absolutely. And I put it up here. I put the, your website up here as well, because on the website, there is some demo stuff that is on YouTube and she has a YouTube channel and you need to check it out. Uh, you need to check it out because you can just be entertained just going through and watching the different projects that she's been a part of because I had to chuckle because they're put in categories about, you know, the serious, the comedy, <laughs> the dramatic, you know, just all the different areas. And I've seen you in, in just about, I mean, I think the very, very first time I seen you uh, was probably in uh, Sharon Wilharm's film. Oh, um, yeah. Yes, yes. And your character was so precious. I loved her, you know, yes. and just praying and, and standing and believing and so, so gentle and kind. And and uh, I love that. But I'll tell you, um, discarded things. Mm. 
<laughs> so I, I'm going to cheer up just saying the word, okay? Because that's my heart is youth and uh, that have been through some junk and, and things like that. I, I, I probably watched that film three times and I bawl and cry every time, you know? It's, it's, it kind of hits that place, that core value uh, of, of just the, the brokenness within humanity. So uh, was that, uh, that had to be fun doing that oh, film. Oh, man. But also, the, just the content was deep. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's amazing. So Discarded Things stars Karen Abercrombie, who was the praying warrior in War Room, Miss Clara. And it centers around her character, which she actually, she's such an inspiration to me too, because she uh, uh, co-wrote and uh, produced that film um, as well. And so um, anyway, it centers around her her character who who has a traumatic loss and then she falls down um but in the midst of her coming back up uh she's surrounded by um some kids in a, in a group home who are all going through too and so they all just kind of like minister to each other so such a beautiful uh storyline or actually storylines there's a lot of storylines within it yes. um but just beautiful to see like god's redemption um and so yeah when i first got the call for that oh man like <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's beautiful. Um, like I said, so Karen Abercrombie, she's just a wonderful person, like on, on set and off set. So just a, a, amazing to be a part of, uh, uh, you know, working with her. Um, but yeah, so that film, Discarded Things, you can actually watch uh, Amazon Prime, Pure Flix, and YouTube, I think. Yeah. It's still, it's still oh, it's on YouTube. YouTube. I didn't know it was on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen it either on Prime or Pure Flix or one of those. So it's super awesome. It's one you of know, my favorites. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> it is it is so impactful. And the storylines are just so like, oh I mean it's it's really good. There were some things I caught the second time that I didn't catch the first time because I was snotting it everywhere, right? Yeah, like, you know, it just like pulls on your heartstrings, but yet there's so much there to just chew on and it's impactful and i love that love that love that so we've got janet on here i know like hey, yeah. what's up? <laughs> she so sweet. actually today's janet's birthday yeah happy birthday, birthday janet <laughs> i think 72 i think i saw it earlier right is before it, i was getting ready to log on 72 janet, is it 72 is that how old you are yes that's crazy crazy <laughs> it was a powerful film and look i'm having to just kind of wipe here just thinking about the impact and and so when i was watching uh, your short film that's coming out i was i was thinking about the impact that film has and um how the the emotional impact and how it can bring healing and uh, in your short film, I was telling Sharon before y'all, I was telling her, I was like, ooh, 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 I can't wait to use some clips from that in some teaching moments because I like to pull media in when I'm teaching, uh, whether it be on forgiveness or inner healing or spiritual warfare, whatever the Lord has put on my heart to teach on. I love media. And that is, I'm telling you all, you got to see it. So make sure that you subscribe to her YouTube channel so you'll get to see that either next week uh, or, you know, be patient with her because this stuff, I had no idea how long it takes for y'all to go through all of the production, the pre-production, the production, the post-production. I mean, I'm I'm kind of illiterate. You know, Candace has taught me some things about the industry. And of course, you know, I was like, I had no clue all that went into it. And I think the average person doesn't realize that. Yeah. So. And I think, honestly, if we had more money, we'd get done faster. But we're a very small crew. Actually, David... Hewins, he's doing like most of the work. You guys, 
look out for him. He's coming. Oh my goodness. This guy's a beast. But anyway, so he helped to, he was the main director and then he took on the task of editing. And so along with the task of editing, because we're so small and we don't have a lot of money, he's like, Oh, I can help with the sound and stuff like that. So he's doing a lot of it. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's time consuming when it's, you know, it's, there's not that many people working on it, but, but yeah, absolutely. So, so that's what that absolutely. Is. Looks like Janet is 73 today. 73. Oh, yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> New beginnings, Trinity seven three. Yes. I, love it. I would have never guessed that. So, honey, whatever face cream you're using, keep using it. You look great, and happy Beautiful. birthday to you. I pray that you have an amazing day. So, I want to yeah. talk a little bit uh, about uh, the honorary role of Rosa Parks. Yes, and for me, I was like going. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that would be to play someone that is so important in history. Talk about that, Sharon. Yeah. Okay, but Maggie, before we hit that, can I go back to something you said? Because I'll forget. Yes. And I'm like, ooh, I want to touch no, that. No, no, no. Piggyback, Rosa, sister. Piggyback. Rosa, Park, Rosa Parks next. Remind me if I if I'm like, what okay, are we talking about? We're good. You you made you said a uh, uh you made came up with a very major point when you said uh how strong uh film has an impact, right? Yes. So listen, there's this quote. And I like to say it like almost everywhere I go because I'm like, we need to be aware. Anton LaVey, who is the founder of the Church of Satan, mm -hmm. said television is the major mainstream infiltration for the new satanic yep. religion. Yes, that's true. So that there is a purposeful agenda in Hollywood to push Satan's values to the front. And yeah. it is very impactful. So I recently came across the code of 1930, the production code of 1930. Have you ever heard of it? No, no. Yeah, I, I, did, no. I never, never even knew anything like that existed. I was going through the uh, CWVFF website, the Christian Worldview Film Festival website, and they were mentioning um, something about the, the code of the production code of 1930 and the morals it had. And I was like, what is this? I never heard of it. So I went and looked it up. And basically, um, it kind of flourished between 1930 and 1968. Um, but um, in 1966 is where it kind of like started to, to come more to a halt. And what the code did was it presented moral values and it said you shouldn't uh, 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 depict or, or moralize sin, um, greediness uh or sexual immorality you you shall not do all of this stuff right and so for the most part like the production companies it wasn't a law but still they were kind of going along with these values yes the hayes code william hayes they were going along with it okay okay and so then they start to like you know whatever move away from it um and 1966, it kind of came to a halt but it really stopped in 1968 but i i say that to say in 1966 is when Anton LaVey founded the Church of Satan. Yeah. So I'm like, this is no coincidence, guys. Like, like, what? Like, like, wow. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is yeah. like, wow. That like that church was founded in like, look at how media has just like gone to, to um, us. And yeah. so, yeah, we are, you know, called to shine our light. Amen. Um, Amen. Colossians, what is it? Colossians three twenty three. Everything we do, uh, do it unto God. Yeah, that's not the exact quote, but it's something like you know, that's whatever your hands like find to do, do it unto the Lord. Right, right. And so yes. it's like, come on. So let's get in here. Get 
back in this entertainment and do what we do and allow his light to shine. It is so impactful, like you were saying. So let's impact, let's be impactful for God and his kingdom. Girl, listen, you're speaking my life. We could go on for hours on that topic because I know a whole lot about that, you know, um, between music and movies. um, There is a agenda. There is a message that has been prevalent. uh, You know, Jimi Hendrix, you know, you could, Jimi Hendrix said you could preach anything you want through music, you know? And so, and we all know that the sexual revolution of the sixties and the founding of the church of Satan and Anton Levain and, and all of that crazy stuff that happened really infiltrated the entertainment in- industry. And I like what um, was someone recently, I heard her speaking and she was talking and she said, think about entertainment, entering in, mm. you know, because that's, we are, God has a plan, but the enemy will go in and try to divert the plan and he'll use a lot of broken people to bring forth uh, things that are going to be detrimental to not only ourselves, but the next generation. Yeah. And we, we have to think about not just my kids, but my grandkids yeah. and the children's children and the things that we allow now. And it's just, it's insane. I can remember being a young girl and watching TV. And if there was the slightest little thing, it was like a huge deal, a huge deal. And now it's a constant norm. So I'm yeah. so grateful for, you know, you and Michael and Todd and, you know, all the other people that are out there shining your lights for the Lord. And, um, and I, I believe that light overtakes the darkness. And so the more and more that you all are walking in your giftings and calling from that space of more of him, less of us, that's why it's so impactful. And Mm -hmm. that's why it's life-changing. I am a huge, somebody said to me, uh, actually just yesterday, I was meeting someone to deliver some eggs and, and I said something about pure flakes and she's like, oh yeah, you know, all those, all those shows, they always have a predictable ending. I said, then girl, you're not watching the stuff I'm watching. (laughs) I will email you a list. Okay. There are things that will have you on the edge of your seat. They'll have things laughing one minute, crying the next. There is good godly entertainment out there. And if you are wondering where it's at, you just ask us, we will tell you we yeah god is moving in the entertainment industry anyway i'm sorry i'm yeah. sorry get off on my thing okay rosa parks <laughs> <laughs> rosa parks what an honorary thing she's like one of my favorite people in history and when i seen that you landed that role i was like oh, oh my gosh yeah. what would it feel like playing someone who oh, was man. so integral so important part of our history I know it was it was so awesome. It was one of those things where like when I first auditioned, I was like, oh, man, it would be really cool if I landed this role. Right. And then when I landed it for like five seconds, I was like, oh, yeah. And then like after that, I was like, wait, 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 (laughs) can I do this? Can I pull it off? (laughs) So that's a whole nother story. I had to get over the fear, like (laughs) release it to God. I'm like, okay, you gave it to me. we can do this um but yeah it was amazing um and and how i landed that part too this is a testimony in itself um this came at a time where i was like really releasing things to god and resting to him and he put this in my lap and what happened was when i got on set and i I don't think i realized it was as big of a movie as it was uh gonna be when i got on set and i saw like the the named actors i was like wait a minute like i'm not a named actor how did i get in the mix of this i went to the director and I said, so Barry, Barry Alexander Brown. I was like, Barry, how did you decide to cast me? He was like, your audition was great. And I was like, mm, but I see all of these people. And then it's me. Like, really, how did it, how, how, how? Because I kind of, no, 
know a little bit about how, how how Hollywood works. Like, really, how did how did you cast me? He was like, all right, I'll be honest. And I was thinking to myself, see, see, I knew. And so he said that he actually had an A-lister uh, slated to play the role of Rosa Parks, but she couldn't do it because of time commitment. So they decided to search more locally, uh, which was Alabama. I'm in Atlanta, but Alabama's were local to Alabama. And so um, he said, I came in at the bottom of a long list of names. And so he was like, he said, I was watching the auditions and I was like, yeah, good, good, good. He said, I got to you. And I was like, that's her, Caster. Cool. All right. So then he says, like two days after they offered me the role and, and mind you, I hadn't signed any paperwork at all. So this was all like the word of mouth, but we hadn't got the paperwork situated and all that stuff. Um, he said two days after that, the named actress came back and said, I cleared my schedule. I can do it now. And he said, that's okay. I have someone. I was like, what? <laughs> that is a total God thing because he could have easily rescinded the offer and not have owed me any money because there was no paperwork involved at that point. So it was like, wow, that is like, that is not something that's normal in right. Hollywood. So I was like, I see you, God. I see you. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Yes. And you did such a great role. And for those of you who are wondering what film or how you can see, it's called The Set of the South and it's super, super good uh, based on true story and just really like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So, I know I didn't even talk about it. I talked about how I got the role, but yeah, there you go. No, no, I didn't even introduce it once. I was just talking about the role because that was, me, that was the most, just because I'm a huge fan of that person in history, I went right to that. So, but there is a name to it, but I want to talk about another short film that was so impactful. And it's so funny because it didn't like my, you know, I guess it was my fifties brain or whatever. Didn't connect the pieces because Candace Kirkpatrick is a dear sister of mine. I love, love, love me some Candace. I know that many of you watching know her and love her as well, but she had told me about, sorry. And so she had made a comment to me and I'm just going to say it again, because <laughs> I believe it's true. She said, Sharon Lanier is going to become a household name. And so you are going to be shining so bright for Jesus, so bright mm. for Jesus. Uh, she had sent me sorry uh, right at a moment in my personal life where I was uh, experiencing some some loss. And so it was like so impactful. It was such a paradigm shift. So talk a little bit about that. I know you all did that during the pandemic. So talk a little bit about sorry. Yeah. OK. And by the way, um, as long as I shine for him then I don't mind shining. But if I'm and shining that's, for that's me, why he's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do not want to shine for me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but, and that's real too. Like I almost have like a daily conversation with God, like be in the front, be in the front. <laughs> because for like so many years, and I was telling you before, like so many years I was chasing the dream over the dream giver. And it's like, that is so backwards. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we doing? Like, we have to chase the dream giver. Like, it's all about mm -hmm. him. Like, all this other stuff comes underneath. Um, but anyway, yes, sorry. Candace and I, we share the same heart when it comes to putting out messages that really touch uh, and, and help people to draw closer to God. And so uh, during the pandemic, uh, what there was a festival, Nathan Blair, what was the name of that festival? I don't know. It was a pandemic festival. I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's, I'm drawing a blank now. The quarantine festival, I think is what it was. And so uh, Candace and I had been talking a little bit, just kind of becoming friends uh, right before that quarantine film festival came up. And so when it came up, she was like, hey, we want to do a film together? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. 
and so we both kind of brainstormed. Um, but then um, her her idea took the forefront. We we had like a couple of several several different ideas, but her idea was like spot on. So we're like, well, let's do this. And so uh, she and Shelly Pano, who helped me with my short film, uh, helped to write Sorry. And so the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. Y'all can see that on YouTube as well. It's out there for you to watch. And I, I encourage you, it'll definitely give you a little bit of a paradigm shift. And sometimes we get caught in the moment of life and we don't see what's going on around us. And it was just, it's really impactful. Go and check it out. Okay. It's yes. on uh, Sharon's YouTube channel and you can subscribe to it there. But yes, yes, she is absolutely awesome. And, and that's why I, you know, I, I, I'm a, I used, I interview mostly people that are recovering from drugs and alcohol and, you know, uh, extramarital affairs and, you know, all kinds of just testimonial things. And I guess probably about a little over a year ago, God started really speaking to me about the Christian industry. And I think it's so important. And I know Janet Hartley's on here. She's another one that feels the same way that we take and say, look what God is doing through these people. Look what God is doing through a surrendered vessel. You said it well. You shine for him, Sharon. And that's the most beautiful thing that all of us can do. So listen, guys, there's a lot of projects that we did not get to mention. Uh, There are so many films that she was in. Tell me. Go ahead. Okay. I know. I'm raising my hand. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) real quick, because Todd Terry is on here, right? So we just, we finished a project to get, we didn't have any scenes together, but we worked on this awesome, impactful movie one another one of my favorite films called pulled from darkness oh you heard of it no no i i need to see this when does it come out it hasn't it hasn't released yet we had a premiere i didn't make it to the premiere um last month i couldn't make it but but i got a chance to trafficking yes i got a chance to actually see it so so i saw the i saw the the finished product listen 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 (laughs) oh my goodness this is one where when I read the script, I had chills all up and down my body. It is based on a true story. Hmm. And you literally see God's hand at work. Some people are like, you know, oh, you know, darkness. No, you're good. But like, you know, you know, trouble will come our way. And how can God be in the middle of that? Listen, he's there. And in this film, you will see his hand. I remember after reading the script, asking the director and the producer, um, like what parts they embellish. Cause I'm like, there's no way like that some of this stuff happened. And they're like, no, listen, Sharon. Cause they, they know the people it's based on a true story. So they know the people and they're like, no, this really happened. I said, man, if people <laughs> can't see God in this, I don't know what to tell you, but like, it's so, it's so, it's so good. So Was I just that wanted filmed to in Orlando by chance. No, it's filmed in Indiana. Oh, okay. Um, That's where I was from yeah, originally. Somewhere yeah. I was from. I knew it was. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So. Yes, I did know about that. I was also, okay. I was thinking of running the bases because I think that's getting ready to come out in Todd Terry's. Oh, gotcha. and that. So yeah, oh, yeah. That whenever you said that, but I forgot all about that one. That's one I've been keeping my eye on because I'm very passionate about the captives being set free and not just, you know, captives in our own sin and our own mess, but the captives of modern day slavery is what it is. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, and we need to be uh, doing films about that. We need to be 
communicating the importance and educating people that these things do happen. And so I can't wait. Um, and so we don't really know a timeline. I put the, the trailer in here as well. I also uh, listed uh, here is the link to go buy the movie Imposter Pastor that's out right now. You can get this right now. Go as soon as you're done with this broadcast. Go get <laughs> it. Buy, buy a couple extra copies. Support this film. I love what they're doing. Um, and, and Janet says, yes, pull from darkness. Yes, looking forward to seeing it. And then I've, I've got the... the um, the YouTube there of the trailer as well. And there's just, oh gosh, Sharon and I could go on for quite a while about all the things <laughs> God is doing. But I just, you know, I'm really grateful um, of, of what you're, you know, what you're allowing him to do through you because your yes is what has happened. You know, you said yes and it changed everything. And so yeah. I just want to encourage you, if you are watching this and you're thinking to yourself, you know, I don't know what God is asking me to do. Um, spend time with him, spend time in his word, um, pray, journal, do whatever it takes. Because when God tells you to do something, he, he wants to, to use and maximize that for your sphere of influence. And you don't have to be on a, a screen. You know, God has put her out forefront. Okay. But God could be asking you to do something as simple as to volunteer at the uh, crisis pregnancy center or, or feeds, you know, uh, children in your neighborhood, whatever it is he's asking you to do, do it because your yes matters. And Sharon said yes to the call. And uh, and she's seen things shift when she said, it's yours, you go before me. It kind of reminds me of that Lecrae song called Background. Have you ever heard that song? I don't know that song. Yeah, I love it. It says, I, I can play the background because I know sometimes I get in the way. I want you to lead, lead me. Uh, mm. I got. I have to stop or I'll stop or I'll start rapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll add my own freestyle lyrics. <laughs> He's talking about that, you know, uh, about being God first and foremost. So I just appreciate all that you're doing. And for the other people that are in the industry that are on this or watching it on the replay, if you guys are in the entertainment industry, you let know you were prayed for. Um, God is is uh, using your work to touch not only the lives of Christians, but to bring those in from a place of brokenness to see the transparency of real. You know, and and, you know, the, the rappers say real recognizes real. And so I thank you for your realness. And uh, I, we could go on for hours, but I want to respect <laughs> your time. So if you could leave the audience with a key, Sharon, what would that yeah. be? Actually, what you just touched on, Psalms 127.2 says, in vain, you rise up early and go to bed late, toiling for food to eat. God grants rest to those he loves. Mm. rest in him yes. that trumps everything he has all the answers and i know because i feel like like for years i would just like say that but not really grab a hold of it just try to like really grab a hold of it and watch what he does it's amazing absolutely amazing it's mind-blowing i'm working on a book and there's a chapter in there called restoration begins with rest and um, I have, I know all about that. I burnt the candle at both ends for many years doing ministry and then working, you know, 15 years in a corporate setting and raising two kids alone and the whole nine yards. And I would think that, oh, I'm resting in Jesus. Right. I, I, I had no clue of what his rest was. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm just starting to learn and yeah. I'm embracing that. And so thank you for that word. That is a word of encouragement for me, knowing that I'm getting ready to go on um, vacation as well as uh, resting just in him daily. 
You know, mm-hmm. we think that it's like some long thing. We've got to take time off, which is important uh, to take time off. But resting in who he is and uh, letting him do it through us is so powerful. So, mm-hmm. Sharon, I want to thank you so very much. I love you. And I, oh, wait, I want to mention one more thing. But okay. wait, there's more. Uh, <laughs> I can talk about my girl Venus. Okay, so. Oh, yes. Sharon is part of the sisterhood. And so you need to check out, uh, Venus has, a, Venus Monique has this amazing mentoring type program imparting to the next generation. And Sharon is one of the mentors. So can you talk a little bit about that real quick before we go? Yeah, Venus spearheads uh, spearheads the sisterhood. It's amazing. So what yeah. we do is we have younger uh, women, and now more of them are in the entertainment industry where we just talk about everything. Every you know, if they're whatever they're struggling with, they can come to us and ask. And we, as older people who have been through it, kind of help to you know put out a little bit of nuggets, a little bit of wisdom here and there. And it's just it's so beautiful. And I remember too before Venus asked if I wanted to be a part. See, this is another God thing. Before. She she asked me to be a part. I, I was like, God, just connect me with a group where I can actually like help to teach people something. <laughs> and I kid you not, Venus came out of nowhere and was like, hey, so I have this group I'm starting. Are you interested? And I was like, wow. It's <laughs> like, yes, but it is, it's amazing. Um, oh, all the, the young ladies in it are just beautiful souls who like really want to shine for Christ. So I'm so glad that they have, because when I was younger, I didn't really have, I mean, you had people, but I didn't have like a group like this that I could just, you know, come in and, and you know, just, you know, talk like this. So I love it. I love it. And I think that's, that's how uh, Venus's desire started too, because she was saying when she was younger, there wasn't really anything like it. So it's, it's pretty, it's, it's amazing. I absolutely love what she does. That is so incredibly important. And it, her and I have the same type of heart when it comes to imparting to the next generation. And uh, it is so valuable, especially uh, now that you guys are working more with girls in the industry so that they can understand that they don't have to compromise their beliefs. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Hollywood has done a major disservice to a lot of young women as far as um, taking away their innocence and mm-hmm. and wearing down their faith and uh, just I'm just so grateful for what y'all are doing. And uh, it's important that we do impart to the next generation. So Venus, if you're watching this, we love you. We thank you for spearheading that and for all that you do. And Sharon, I just want to thank you again for taking the time. It was so worth the wait because I know (laughs) (laughs) we have been trying for a long time to do this. And now we have to do it. And I think really God saved it for this time so that we could, you know, talk about the short film because I'm so passionate about inner healing and, and heaviness and depression and things like that and people overcoming and uh that film is very impactful so y'all please make sure that you uh like it subscribe comment these are ways that we can help promote each other is whenever you take the time just put a little note in there great film and share it with your friends family co-workers someone that needs a word of encouragement because it is so full i won't give a spoiler but it's so full of scripture okay uh um, i i think i could just put it on replay every day so i could just hear that thank you so much Sharon thank you I appreciate you having me this was such a blessing so fun yeah. too 
fun. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so much fun. Listen, y'all, I hope that you will catch the future broadcast. Go if you already not subscribed to Keys to Your Best Life with Maggie Cavanaugh on YouTube. You can catch us on Creative Motion Network uh, as well as right here live on social media. So God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. And by the way, this uh, gray and this yellow was not planned. It's just great minds thinking like, yeah, I know. Okay. I know. When we got out here, I was like, we got the memo. <laughs> hey, we're springing into spring, literally. There we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you guys.